Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. I have heard that term. Yeah, that was, they're both from Seinfeld. It's, did you know Julia Louis-Dreyfus is 55 years old today? Wow, did not know that. 55! Yeah, I saw it on Facebook that she's 55. She looks amazing for 55. Mm -hmm. It's like her and Sam Jackson, like, don't age. And Julian Anderson. Yeah, Julian Anderson looks good, too. And, and like, she looks like she hasn't had a lot of work done either. So um, her and Julia Louis-Drive is definitely awesome. Are you excited for the new X-Files? Yes. It looks cool. We started watching some of the old ones. Yeah. Molda. Now, did you watch the ones where Robert Patrick was there? No, I haven't seen any of those. Even when they came on, you know, late 90s or whatever, yeah. I didn't see any of that shit. I didn't mind those. I got tired of that storyline with the whole uh, finding Mulder thing they were yeah. doing. That got old. Did they ever find him? Yes. That's good. He came back for the season finale or the series finale. Right, and then he was in the movies. I always liked uh, I always liked Robert Patrick. He was cool. His career didn't work out because I mean he did Terminator Two and that was kind of like his his beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he did other stuff, but nothing like really substantial. Malda, what was his name on the show, Ben? Oh, uh, I do not remember. You're slipping in your old age, bruh. Well, no, it's just <laughs> it was. That's the thing. I was thinking about that with the seventh season of, of TNG. Whenever you watch shows like this, if they're long-term shows like X-Files was, like TNG was, you see the first season a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're watching your current season, but by the time a, a series gets to like fourth or fifth season, then they start doing the every night on TBS. It's yeah, the syndication. Yeah. So you're able to watch those early seasons a lot of times while they're still making. And so by the time you get to seventh season, fifth season or whatever, you might see those five or six times. But, you know, first season you've probably seen 12 times. Yeah. It's like Law & Order. There is a section of Law & Order that I think TNT only ran. Like seasons like five through six. or <laughs> Like they just show those episodes ad nauseum. Mm -hmm. so. Well, think about the like I Dream of Genie. I mean, I how, many, how many times have you watched uh, the black and white episodes? Yeah, it's true. Oh, oh my God. Oh. There's yeah. somebody here. Mookie, get out of here, buddy. What's up, Manny? Hello. How do you do, sir? I don't think Dennis is joining us tonight because he has a sinus headache or something. He said he's not feeling well. Indeed, he is not feeling well. <laughs> I think he's just sad because he knows it's almost over. Oh. What's almost over? TNG. Oh, yeah, it is. It's only two episodes left, man. This one and then um, the All Good Things Come to an End or whatever. All Good Things Come but to an End. Then the films. The only thing is I don't think all the movies are on Netflix. So do you guys have all the movies? I do. I was going to say it. Come on. No, no, I don't believe I have all the movies. I've okay. only got quite some of the movies. Yes, yes. We can have a Dork Trek movie night. Yay. That's optional. Because I have them, so what we'll do is we can just watch them together. Mm. Sexy. Yeah. Man. We'll sync it up, dude. Mm. Ooh. 
man. There used to be a podcast I listened to, and they would... Uh, you listen to another podcast but this one? You this cunt! <laughs> oh, this dirty whore. Was this that too was, much? This was before yeah. Dork Trick started. No, there wasn't podcasts before that. <laughs> this was way back. This was back when you guys were still on the radio, so it doesn't count. Was it old-timey radio? No, the podcast then, though, I mean, like, that was what it was, a secret club. Now every jerk has a podcast. Yeah, and, and they let colleges in. And I think, like, no, no, I, what I was going to oh. say. No, man, no, don't. No. No, what I was going to say is I think the talent pool of podcasting has been diluted greatly by the, the free entry of everyone. They let me have a show. Uh, but I mean, your show is at least good, and like it's fun to listen to. No, it's it, it is quite marvelous to listen to, and, also and there's a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? <laughs> he said he likes to masturbate to your podcast. Oh, everybody does. That's that's no surprise. Wait, are we talking about mouthy broadcast or playing doctor? Playing doctor. Yes, yeah, yes. All, all, all of it, all of it. Especially when that Ben McComix speaks, I tend to masturbate quite uh, vigorously. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, though, so do I. Still, <laughs> <laughs> that turns me on. It's my own voice. <laughs> it's a sad, sad world I live in. That's not far from the truth, honestly. Mm. <laughs> uh, ben, are you wearing a sweatshirt with a polo? Because I really like that look. That's a very- that, that, that's, it's my quasi-Einstein look. It's, are you <laughs> sure? Or retard. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> Einstein or handicapped adults dress that way. <laughs> Congratulations. Both ends of the spectrum. Yes. Which one are you <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Uh, he can go either way. Yeah. He swings both ways, if you will. Is he Einstein or a handicapped adult? Oh, handicapped adult. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Makes well, a lot of sense. Right across the street. No. <laughs> no, he failed. <laughs> oh, he just pooped himself. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> He's yeah. masturbating in public, handicapped adult. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good game. Einstein or handicapped adult? <laughs> There was a game that we used to play in Richmond, which was a bummer, um, because once I tell you the name of the game, you'll figure it out. It was called Daughter or Girlfriend. Yeah, that's a good game. That was always the... <laughs> yeah, I always felt bad playing that game. Nah, nah, nah. It's all good. Because you'd see the old guy with the girl, like, oh, daughter or girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you try to get any kind of, like, verification from them, or you just... Do you, yeah. just, you would just watch, like, just watch them interact. Mm-hmm. You know what well, I mean? You touch yeah. yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, it's, it's well, see, we had a, a creepy guy spreading the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get out of here. Uh, come up to us at McDonald's and thought that my daughter was the mother of my sons. But wow. didn't, Gross. Didn't, you know, he thought we were a couple and that was our kids. And I'm like, uh, no. And before I could really answer, my daughter comes out with, "Oh no, I could do much better." <laughs> <laughs> my mom has bad taste, not me. Bad taste skips a generation. So I was like, okay, well, at least she has standards. Whatever, jerk. I'm feelings hurt. I'm a cartoonist. <laughs> Granted, I haven't drawn anything since Did July you of 2011. Polo and sweatshirt combo. <laughs> Again, which I miss. I want. I want more cartoons. Mm. I'm just telling you. I like yeah, your ben. cartoons. I like your book. It's in my garage, which is where all my favorite books are. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I just put them downstairs. And I... All right. So you guys want to get the show on the road? Yes. Yep. yes. Who's got a synopsis? I don't have a synopsis in front of me. All right. I need to find one then. <laughs> yeah. 
We are, we are, we're ill-prepared. We can get one. It's not a big deal. It's on the it's on the internet. What is this motherfucking episode called again? I forget. Yeah, um, uh, naked with the greens. That is gross. Oh man, you got the naked too? Mm-hmm. We get the the what are they called? The boatloads or something? Oh, I got a boatload. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the um. It tastes a little weird. It's a uh, almond milk juice smoothie. Uh, I drink. I got peachy beer. almond is a flavor. The boathouse. The boathouse. Mm. Yeah. Did they play in? Uh, have bands playing it? No. 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 Okay. This one's really gross, though. I got it on accident. It's dead. yeah. That one's nasty. Yeah, it's really gross, but it's not terrible gross. But I, I think everyone in the whole wide world is sick at the moment. Like everyone in the world, like everyone's got a cold. Yeah, I've got a runny nose as well. What was the title of this episode? I totally forgot. I went to pull it's called Preemptive Strike. Preemptive Strike. It's yeah. called Row Disses Riker. I mean, Riker and Picard. Yep. You use your tablets right there. It's called Treason Happens Fast. Really fucking fast. Curse your uh, inevitable, your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Captain's log starting four seven nine four one point seven. Well, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> Daily Green. That's a lot of numbers. Oh, oh okay. No, this podcast is great. This episode is great. This this episode is great. This is the way to go out. This I mean, this is after last week's episode. This is uh, now. How many episodes was Rose only been in like seven episodes, right? Like this is like her seventh episode, I think. Something like that, yeah. I don't want to say she's been in because I can't remember the last time we've seen her. Like, what was her last episode? Baby, have you seen her? Seen her? <laughs> yes, the Shylight Show. <laughs> uh, directed by Patrick Stewart. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I like that. I, I'm already a fan. Yeah. Where I'm trying to think, like, what episode? I mean, because she hasn't been around for quite some time. Ensign Row. Because she shows up, what, season five, episode one, I think? Ensign Row is her season five. She's in season five a lot, and then she's in one episode of season six. That's right. She's in the episode where they all become children. Yeah, because she knows oh, yeah. she yeah. how to be a kid, uh, a kid. Yeah, so we haven't seen her. The last time we saw Ensign Row, she was 11. Yeah. <laughs> and bouncing on a bed with Guinan. Yeah. That's right. That's and then right. she's, forgot she's, about that one. she's in the one episode where I guess everyone loses their inhibitions and she be having sex with Ryan. Mm, you know she be. She a bad bitch. That was just a convenient excuse. Yeah. Yeah, she's in, oh, what, one, two, three, four, five, six season five episodes. One episode of season six and then she betrays everyone and leaves. Right. Kills them all. She doesn't care. She doesn't she, care. She's still pretty hot for a fifty-year-old. Yeah, she's good-looking. She's a good-looking woman. Yeah, I don't want to spoil uh, anything with the Maquis coming up on DS9 for you guys that are watching that. Oh, whatever, man. I mean, it happens. Like, <laughs> it was twenty-five years ago. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying though, for you guys though, because you guys haven't watched DS9 all the way through yet, have you? Uh, I I I kind of skipped like season between like. Three and five, or something like that. Okay, because uh, between uh, DS Nine and Voyager, they wrap up the Maquis storyline. Okay, yeah. So 
we know there's a resolution. I'm reading something here, which is weird. In many Star Trek novels, Ro becomes a chief of security aboard Deep Space Nine, which is weird because she's a traitor. Fulfilling the writer's aforementioned original intention to have the character be involved in the spinoff series. According to the most recent stories, Ro has been promoted to captain and is now commanding officer on Deep Space Nine in the novels. But they're, mm. not, they're not canon, so it doesn't matter. But right. that's, that's a long way to go considering, I mean, she's a traitor. Yeah, we had to we had to come up with a way to deal with the McKee because there were a lot of good people who who left Starfleet to join the McKee because mm-hmm. very yeah. you know hot issue, <coughs> hot button issue, hot button issue. Yep, it's as Jenny I think asked the question earlier if they were space ISIS. Yeah, and it's like well no they're a different kind of terrorists. Yeah, they're uh, they're are more they like. Three percenter type, maybe. I don't know. Maybe IRA style, kindish. Like I they just I, they want the uh, the because the way the episode makes it kind of play out is the, the Marquis. Or did I pronounce that right? The Marquis. 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 The Marquis is um, they just want their territory because it just it seems like much like the Native American planet. Like the there's treaties that happen without them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. See, that was the, the Native American episode. Uh, that was like a key part of this whole setting this the McKee storyline up. Okay, where we were giving up planets on our side, the Cardassians were giving up planets on their. You know, yeah. As the border shifted around them, it's. Uh, I tell you what, the whole Cardassian Starfleet uh, aspect of Star Trek universe is very fascinating to me oh it's very cool like it because like you never really know where the cardassians kind of lie in the geopolitical yeah kind of uh universe if you will hey hang on i'm gonna feed my dog so he'll leave me alone feed your dog yes yes. is that a euphemism Mm -hmm. i fed my dog through day i've always liked it i started watching uh uh deep space nine Uh uh-huh and i forgot how because it's all I've always thought, and I've as I've always remembered, the first few seasons were a little rough. Uh huh. But I tell you what, man, it's not that bad. Watching back the second time around, I you know I I think it does better from a second viewing than it does from a first. Yeah, like I I fucking love O'Brien. O'Brien's great. Oh, he's I the friendship between O'Brien and uh, Bashir. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite interactions in all of Star Trek. Yeah, it's it's what I look forward to when we record Deep Space Nine. It's like the the sudden shift in in characters that we relate to in Star Trek TNG to uh, DS Nine. Like who's the uh, who's the horn dog? Who's the yeah. bubble dog? You know what I mean? He, Brashear is clearly the Riker. Yeah, he is. He is. Like, he, but he's he's like he's like a weak Riker though. He's, he's not like yeah, he he hasn't got Riker's game. No, he's unsuccessful a lot. Yeah, yeah. Tell. He's yeah, like he'll, he'll make the moves, but he'll fail. Yeah. You know, now this guy right here. Look at this. Look at this pose. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna fail. <laughs> Put your big fat head. I don't know what to do with my other hand. So. That's already a fail. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you gotta feed. That's not good either. All right. All right. So that we'll David Bowie pose. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Wow. Let me do it. <laughs> 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 Oh, there you go. That's the way to do it. But yeah, um, so yeah. Uh, 
Who's who's got the uh, so like before we get into the episode, Ben has it on his phone. Uh, Very nice. Um, before we get into the episode, are the Cardassians like? Um, are they good guys? Are they bad guys? Are they kind of gray? Like because the Federation is at war with them, correct? Well, no, the Federation had been at war with them. Okay, if you remember the episode where O'Brien's old captain uh, goes rogue. And they have to bring him in because he's got his starship over That's, across yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. blowing up so, stuff. Um, that was uh, one of my favorite episodes. Okay. But that was right after the war had ended. I think it was like a seven or nine year war. Okay. Um, but the Cardassians and the Bajorans are at war, apparently, or they have just... The Bajorans yeah, occupied, were occupied by so, the Cardassians. So it's kind of like the Palestinians and the, and the Jews yes. in that Yeah. Scene? Well, the way they originally set it up, it was more of a the displaced persons camp after World War II. Okay. With the the Bajorans as the Jews and the Cardassians as the Nazis. And then it kind of shifted over time, and some people have interpreted it to be more of the Palestinian-Israeli thing where they were occupying their land. But I've always looked at it more like the, I guess, the Jews and the Nazis because they were there, they had completely subjugated the planet they set up death camps they set up slave camps you know they're dragging bajorans out in the street and killing them in front of their kids kind of a thing so it it gets kind of so then dark so then why would the federation do business with these well after the war well that was the thing is we had a war we're not doing business with them we had a war now we have a peace treaty i mean the russians used to be our bad guys the Japanese used to be our bad guys. The, so do the Cardassians um, take over as like the primary bad guys in DS9? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, for a while. For it, a while, it, and then it, it gets, gets off, complicated. Because yeah. mm-hmm. okay. there's that overlap between DS9 and TNG where like, I guess we're at war with them and then we have a peace treaty. And No. No? We never see the war with the, the Cardassians. Which yeah. would be cool. That would be a cool well, series. We don't see the first war with the Cardassians. There's like I said, it gets it gets really complicated in DS9 that okay. But they executed it uh, beautifully. Will my small will my small mind be able to handle it, do you think? If you only one it. can hope. Because <laughs> I'm kind of I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm kind of an idiot. <laughs> Then you might be more interested in another of our products called Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the idiot uh, Star Trek podcast. So oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, this is this is by far the uh, the morons version of Star Trek. No, <laughs> wants some spice shit. The flies. Hey, hey man, uh, I farted. <laughs> was it a space fart? <laughs> yeah, man, I farted in the space between my butt. <laughs> so yeah so let's start the episode because um I, I was doing so in this episode the enterprise is on route to a briefing mm-hmm. on the situation uh that's going on in the dmz along the card that's the situation right there <laughs> what your big your big fat belly <laughs> you, yeah. you, you a jersey shore on us yeah i'm jersey shore got the situation right here uh, yeah and been- so there's been an accident, though. <laughs> <laughs> I lost all my situations. <laughs> I, ate too much, <laughs> I, I ate too much donuts. That's now, it's, now it's more of an incident. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Not quite train wreck. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah. Anyways, but, carry on, Ben. Sorry about that. So this marks the return of Lieutenant uh, Ro Lauren because she was, I guess, Ensign Bro. Again, before. last time I saw her, she was 11, so I don't know. Like, yeah, she, well, she got a promotion. And, and she was off at well, some... That, she, that happened on her 12th birthday. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. You're a teenager now. Yeah. That's she had, a, had a, the Bajoran bat mitzvah, <laughs> and she got a lieutenant pin out of it. Now, where That's was she? Like, where did she go? Like, she uh, just... Because they, they really don't explain it. Like, she took some special classes or something. And yeah. Then, yeah. She had the advanced tactical training class. Uh, now, it seems weird that no, I'm not, uh, Starfleet would invest so much time in Roe because she kind of came over and she was roguish almost, like kind of on the edge of, yeah. of like flunking out of Starfleet together. Then Picard kind of like helped her out. Right. He gave her the chance and she rose to the occasion and became a great officer. Or did she? Oh, we'll find out. You never know. All it took was some flute music, and she sold him his ass out. <laughs> well, yep. see, they have this welcome back party for her. Welcome back. The flute was your ticket out. <laughs> welcome back. And I thought it was odd because, you know, I'm, I'm watching it with uh, Jenny tonight, and when she shows up at the party and she's talking, and then Picard just beelines for the door. <laughs> yep. I'm out. I don't want to talk to you either, bitch. Yeah, it's like one of those awkward workplace romances. I feel like they had sex at some point. Yeah, exactly. It's gotten weird. Well, he, you know, as soon as he leaves, though, she's talking to uh, Troy, and thank God he calls her to the bridge, yep. you know, tells her to report to the bridge. She steps out in the hall, and he's going to have his little private conversation with her. Yeah, but he's really waiting outside in the hall so they can make out really quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. then people coming in and out of Ten Ford keep interrupting them. So, I yeah. feel, but I do feel like there's some some real tension here. Like maybe something happened. I feel, you know what happened was I think maybe they were having a space conference, and it was kind of going a certain direction. Maybe yeah, yeah. It was and like he whipped his dick out and started beating it. And she was like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" Like, no, I didn't mean that at all. And he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, buddy." And then now it's kind of weird. <laughs> He sometimes, sometimes it just sneaks out of my trousers. I don't know what happens. I was wearing my short robe, buddy. I'd say, you know, it has a mind of its own sometimes. But she's really been thinking about it ever since. Yeah, yep. she's like, yeah. she's hoping that he's going to do it again. You know, maybe I will let him masturbate in front of me. Because yeah. <laughs> that's her thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, she, yeah. She plays with her Bajoran earring while he does that. I'll yeah. tell you what, um, I would let him masturbate in front of me. He looks great. I mean, even now, he's 78 he years does. old. He does. I saw him at the Golden Globes. He looks amazing. Yeah, did he not? Oh, I know. He looks young as hell. I'm telling you, man. He's got them jeans. Got them good jeans. Mm, got that ass. I think, I think they're Levi's. Yeah. Got, got that good, good <laughs> jeans. <laughs> No, his are definitely more expensive than Levi's. He wears fancy jeans. His fancy pants. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, Commander Riker reports that there's a Cardassian ship under attack. Oh. Calling for help. Well, well. So the Enterprise, of course, rushes in, and it's under attack by Federation ships. That's not good. How does that happen? Attack ships. Yeah, little attack ships. Thanks, man. (laughs) Yeah. The, the Maquis. The Maquis. Now, is this the first time we ever hear of the Maquis? I think we've heard of the Maquis on DS9 at this point. Okay. Because you remember okay. that first season of DS9 is like 
what fifth season of TNG. Okay, so we're around th- season three of DS Nine at this point. Yeah, because uh, Worf shows up on DS Nine on season four. Yeah, so it's basically when this season ended, he pops over to DS Nine. So that would this would be about season three of DS Nine. Now Worf on DS Nine is just a ratings ploy, right? I he because that's what I read. I read it's like a ratings trick. Like they wanted to try to get some of the TNG viewers over to DS Nine. Right. They just they just brought him over. It worked. That's for sure. Well, that was the thing because I really didn't get a feel that he was going to do that. That he was going to come over. I just thought it was you know DS Nine was going to keep being its own show. And then fourth season, oh here he is. He shows up. I figure it's something to like make the viewers more comfortable with watching this new show instead of traveling through space. Now they're on this little dinky space station. It's like, let's bring over a character that you like and yeah. you yeah. feel a little bit more comfortable. That makes sense. And meanwhile, you know, O'Brien's sitting there going, what? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> That's likes true. Me. Nobody likes me and my Japanese I, I, wife. I, I, I've got Keiko. My they're secretly beat up. <laughs> well, I think she secretly beats him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah he's pretty whipped. Yeah, she's very. She's mad. got. She's got that uh, Asian good stuff down there in the yeah. pants area. Yeah, got an S on it. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but yes, okay, all right. So, so the Enterprise dashes some cold water on him uh, with a photon torpedo and breaks it all up. Right. Chases him away or whatever, and then he beams over the Cardassians to give them medical help. So you know you've got the goal, which I guess is their version of a captain. Right, you know, and he's complaining that the Federation's not doing enough to, you know, keep the Maquis under control. Wonk, wonk, wonk! Shut your pie hole. Yeah, and of course Picard points out that, well, hey, you know, you got some Cardassian rebels doing pretty much the same shit. <sighs> Look, pussies, uh, just handle your own shit. I mean, come on. I mean, be a be a man. Why do I have to do all your work for you? <laughs> I'm an old man. I just want to retire and do movies. <laughs> I have to go to sleep soon. I hate you guys. Like, really, just shut up. You think I'm some kind of diplomat? Yeah, get out of my face. So after they band-aid up the uh, Cardassians, they... So, uh, so wait a minute. So, so yeah. the, Marquis has, the, the, the Marquis has been on DS9 at this point. So is this, just a, is this just a crossover to try to get people interested in kind of plot lines going on over there? Or See, I, I don't remember if they've shown up yet, but there's like a, a super powerful episode where, or I think it's a two-parter actually, or an old friend of uh, Cisco's. Um basically quits Starfleet and joins the Maquis. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it really sucker punches uh, Cisco. So it's the same thing that happens to Picard in this episode. Well, yeah, but this is, instead of though, hey, this is this young ensign lieutenant that I, you know, have given a chance and now she and trust. And, 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 and may have had intercourse with. Well, not, it was just an awkward situation at the Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> well, he went inside her, yes. Which... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but, oh, hang on, I mean, hang on. Have you ever met my friend Vigo? <laughs> Would you like to hang on? He turns around and pulls his dick out through his pants. Say hello to Vigo! Vigo! <laughs> oh, no, you're not that drunk, are you? Oh, man. This is going to be awkward. Would you like to go to some special training class? <laughs> far, far away from here? Where you could possibly die. <laughs> 
I mean, you, you, it happen. you make it. You make an omelet, buddy. I mean, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, and with in Cisco's case, this was a guy that he'd known since his academy days. Like they came up through the ranks together uh-huh. and for him to do this, I mean, he was straight, you know, company man. And that's where the whole uh, argument of, you know, everybody's got it so good. It's easy to live up to all these high ideals that the Federation has right. you know, earth and earth is, you know, the garden of Eden, but out here on the fringes, you know, where life is hard and you have to scrape by, it's a little harder to, to keep this, Oh, this, you know, the Federation way. Okay. How, how hard? How hard really is life in these uh, outer rims? Uh you know, yeah. I mean, you, you have a spaceship, you have a replicator. Well, not everybody you know? does. No, not everybody does. I mean, That's, I mean, you still got people who are substance farmers. You have. Uh, you've got like if you watch the original series. Well, granted, it's four hundred years ago, but you have cavemen hitting <laughs> ships with big rocks. You know? <laughs> that that shit really happens, man. Yeah, man that episode, yeah, you know, like you know, you've got people. I mean, even in the movies, like when they're spying on them from the duck. The duck. Oh, the duck blind. Yeah, the yeah, duck yeah, yeah. Blinds. Like these people are ignorant ass farmers who. Like, right, right. Well, I'm I'm thinking like people who joined the Maquis were disenfranchised guys who live in the outer rims. But I mean, I imagine it must be hard. hard it must be hard too for some of these guys that are like hardline Starfleet dudes to all of a sudden have to accept the the Cardassians as, I guess, not so much allies, but as like we're at peace with them and yeah, now they're yeah, yeah. in charge. And like they're kind of dicks to everybody, as you can see clearly. They're jerks. Yeah, you know, they're not very nice. Um, mm-hmm. well, I think I, mean, they, I don't think they're jerks. I think they're just, they're just a dude, very look weird what they do, structured look what they cultures. Did, you know, I mean, like uh, four lights. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I like know. it's it's crazy. They're 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 cruel and like I mean, Rose got all this beef. Like they killed her father. She was in like a prison camp. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know they they uh, they brutal ass people. You know, yeah. And it seems like that's a reoccurring theme because I mean, like uh, O'Brien's ex captain did it and. You know, Roe has a hard time with it. And, and I mean, you know, to be fair, Picard is dumb for giving Roe this assignment to begin with. Yeah. See, this is like, like... He didn't even give her the assignment. It was Starfleet that came down and was like, hey, she'd be the perfect person for this. Well, yeah, and that's the next scene is, is Admiral Nechev comes over. Oh, that's right. The Admiral comes in. But this, so, then, so then this is Picard just trying to buddy up to the Admiral that hates him. Well, you know, the series is almost over. He needs to think about his next job. I mean, it. Yep. want to piss off the Admiral? I don't think so. But want to move they, up in the ranks. See, my thing, though, is when they shot her with this mission, it reminded me a lot of the way that they played uh, the other young Bajoran. Oh, the one who got blown up the bits. The blow decks. In yeah, the, that's yeah. a good point. They, they want to, you know, you've got this young officer who wants to you know impress picard oh he he's done so much for me and i i have to do good for him i have to do good for daddy i gotta swallow his cum yeah (laughs) well i mean that's basically it's what pleases daddy is just taking all his kids in my mouth (laughs) these bajoring chicks apparently have father issues left and right and so it's either well to be fair most of their most of their fathers are probably brutally murdered by people who can't move their head Well, I mean, I'm thinking you either join Starfleet or you're on a stripper pole. I Who mean, was that? <laughs> Who said that? Let me catch you. It's you know they took some acting classes from uh, Michael. <laughs> I mean, it's like first Batman here. 
It's like yep. the, the, the Cardassians are like, it's like fighting a weeble wobble. There are similarities to lower decks because, I mean, they're just kind of... Yeah, they pick the Bajoran. Yeah, they pick the Bajoran, send her out there and see what happens. But at least, yep. I mean, Roe has better luck than the other one does. Uh, she lives. <laughs> I mean, she's got she's five episodes in her book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The other chick, that, maybe the only chick, the other chick, she had two episodes. So yeah, it's like, ooh, sorry. She was you, like a cook. Yeah, you <laughs> didn't, didn't make it to the five episode. If five episodes, we can't kill you. She was yeah. the sous chef on the Enterprise. <laughs> so they that they sucks. decide to uh, send Roe undercover. Infiltrate. Mm-hmm. Terrible idea. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And so, and here's like, didn't they read her personnel file? Like, didn't they see like? She's she's already been kind of a, a, an officer in in trouble with the Starfleet before. She doesn't right. listen too well. She's kind of too heady, and she she's got problem with authority. And she hates the Cardassians for obvious reasons. She grew up in a prison camp. Like, why mm-hmm. is she going to help them? And and apparently that's what she, they want her to do. I don't know, but these last couple of years she's been really good at school. She was twelve, dude. Okay, <laughs> the last time I saw her, she was twelve. Well, she's matured a lot since then. Oh, yeah, she has. And I guess they thought that her hating the Cardassians was like an asset to this mission. Like, oh, that proves to the people that, you know, she really hates them. You, you're, see, if they just read your uh, profile, yeah. um, it looks just like you're your like a prime, you're a prime candidate to join their cause. Yeah. So yeah. that's why we're going to send you as the spy. Yeah, that's like I feel like they're recruiting for the marquee in this one and the marquee in this one. They're like, hey, we don't need her. I mean, you know, whatever. You guys can have her. She's kind of a we just gave her advanced tactical training. Yeah. Now we're going to give her the maquis. Yeah, because they they need some you know better officers in charge. Yeah. So she beams down to this planet uh, disguised as a civilian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walks into the bar. Yeah, and then shortly after, you've got uh, was it Worf and uh, Data showing up right behind her. So she does the whole fake kiss thing. Yeah, she's probably the loneliest, ugliest dude in the bar. <laughs> You know, they're looking for a Bajoran woman with dark hair. Mm-hmm. Killed a Cardassian. So they're, they're setting up her cover story. Yeah, she killed yeah. a Cardassian soldier, and, and they're looking for her. And she's a hooker. And, it, you know, it's just amazing. Yeah, she, is she is. She prostitutes her body. You, you sell your vagin for mummies. <laughs> yes. Your vagin, they uh, hang like a sleeve of wizard. <laughs> That's <laughs> mini coin. Sleeve of wizard. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so uh, some guy covers for her and says, uh, yeah, she was in here, but she left. She now left. that guy, that guy does not look like he belongs in a bar. Oh, oh Santos. Santos. The, the, the skinny black dude with a giant fucking cup he was holding. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. guy, that was a Klingon. Uh, we've seen those cups on the Klingon ships before. So it's like, hey, we've got two episodes left. We're not making anything new. Did, did, he, have a, did he have a goblet? <laughs> yeah, like Master P. <laughs> so yeah. yeah that's right the skinny blade and then now like i assume that the all the marquee the what do i want to call them, the marquee the maki maki they're not all bajorans they're just regular no. folks yeah. it's, it's it's all of the people who had colonies along the border that got displaced like okay. gotcha. colony is on the other side of the border like the native american planet they would be uh yeah. Like a prime kind of candidate. And we do see a lot of 
Native American uh, Maquis. Chicote. Yeah, with Chicote on uh, Voyager. Mm -hmm. uh, in this episode, there was a young Native American lady was on one of the ships that they cut. You know, she didn't have a speaking part. Oh, that's right. They just showed her. She's just sitting yeah. there. She had the headdress on. She's making smoke signals. Like, no, we have a communicator. We don't need smoke. <laughs> You're making we the cockpit really smoky in here. What are you doing? We didn't really see. Will you please stop skidding that buffalo? What the hell is going on? <laughs> trying to fight a space war here. We have, off my scalp. What we the have fuck? a replicator. <laughs> yeah. That's the Maki for you. You can't make a phaser from a leg bone, you moron. <laughs> no, you used every part of the space buffalo. <laughs> you don't waste that. It's disrespectful. It is. It is. So uh, Santos makes contact with her, though, and, you know, oh, I'd like to meet some more people like that. So yeah, he they, shoots her. Yeah, and they're gullible, the, uh, the, the Maki. They're desperate for people. Like, oh. Mm -hmm. And see, this... So this I is, see you have a mild problem with Starfleet and Cardassians. Uh, I sure do, man. Those guys, I mean, they're just, they can't move their heads. I don't want any for Logan. <laughs> well, hey, here, here's our membership package. <laughs> and uh, we, we're really working on the health benefits right now. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest. Our dental plan sucks. But yeah. What are you going to do? But you get to travel. Yeah. You might get to kill some stuff. And there's a buffalo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God damn it, Janice, get rid of the buffalo. <laughs> and while we're looking into your backstory, we're going to show you around our secret clubhouse. <laughs> she, wake, she wakes up, uh, I guess, at their their base. Their yeah. For lack of a better... I guess it's just a regular village, though, yeah, right? It's, it's like, a, like a hut. It doesn't seem very... A compound? compound? They're just, yeah, no. I wouldn't even say it's a compound. They're just like in a town. Yeah, it's it, it's one of the former colonies. Yeah, that they you know they don't want to give up, and so yeah, it's a town now. You know, because he even when he's showing around, he's kind of vague about it. Where he's like, "Oh, many of the people might be uh, my key, or they could just be dudes." Don't know. Don't know. Mm, I don't even know uh, where we are. Well, you'll find out when they take off your pants. Uh, <laughs> they do. <laughs> then we're going to Pleasure Town. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Population, my balls. <laughs> I mean, she definitely started, do, you know, fixating on him as a father figure. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah, really quick. Like, wait, I, like, I, I don't, don't know if he was fixating on her as a daughter figure. No, daughter yeah. girlfriend. He's daughter girlfriend again. Exactly, daughter daughter girlfriend. girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> He's into that. Yep. I, I think, though, I mean, he definitely was the creepy old man. See, I don't know, man. I think she makes it creepy because she's like, she just meets this dude and, like, she, uh, Ro is clearly falling head over dad for her. Yeah, you know? call him daddy. She's just like, oh, you remind me of my father some weird way because you like a certain food that he likes and you uh, play, a common, or whatever the play a common instrument, just like my dad. It's like, bitch, really? I mean, come on. Well, I mean, you know, her father was killed when she was young. I mean, All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. give her credit. She didn't end up a freaking dorm stripper. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what you think. Yeah. Okay. Starfleeter stripper. I, I mean, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what happened seasons one through four with her. Who knows? That's true. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, like she doesn't. It's she develops feelings instantly that she has for this fellow. But I mean, uh, Picard has done way much more, and there's this. The feelings are not mm -hmm. similar. Like she yeah. sucks him out quick. Well, see, he, Picard hasn't had that hard life though. 
This guy's been out on the colonies. He's I mean, Mimo's not. I mean, some day, some years, Mimo only gave Picard five dollars in his birthday cards. <laughs> Damn, Mimo's a bitch. You know, yeah. it was tough, and and wine's not cheap. It sure is not. And her dad never whipped out his little Vigo and <laughs> in front of her. This guy might though. He he yeah, he, he was he was building up to it. That's what that celebration that yeah. they were going to get ready for. Yeah. Who's yeah. coming to this party? Just you and me, baby. You're invited to the Pants party. All right. <laughs> I got my has. It's hasperet. I had to figure out what it was. Yeah, hasperet. Yeah. Do you make spicy hasperet? Yeah. Let me eat your butt. <laughs> See, it looked like a turkey wrap. I mean. It's just your standard uh, turkey wrap. That's what they call it, turkey wraps. Yeah, t- it, it, they went to space tropical smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, because that's what it looked like. A big, yeah. giant turkey wrap. Yep. And they, they don't have it too rough, because you know we're talking about how rough it is on the fringe worlds. But they've got a replicator there yeah. out in the little plaza. So it's and, like, I mean, they can program it because he made his hasperat, and he was... Yeah. Uh, and then then Ro is like, oh, you like Hasperet too? Just like my dead daddy. Ooh. It's like, come on, man. I know where this is going. Yeah, and he's whining, weird, kinky stuff. He's whining that it's not spicy enough. Mm-hmm. You can't spice it up any? I mean, you can't say... They don't have nah. Tabasco or something? It, it, has, it has to be done manually by Bajoran. A Bajoran uh, has to make Hasperet. With their vaginas. No, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like That's why they call Bajorans. Bajor's vagina <laughs> making hasperets. It, it's like Cuban cigars, how they're rolled on the thigh of yep. a beautiful young Cuban mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Like Good hasperet is, is, is no. rolled with uh, a Bajor's vagina using <laughs> using Kegels. She just, yep. And she yeah. does it all down there. Yep. Which is why you'll find out later the Bajoran chicks are some of the best lays you could have. Yep. Yeah. They got that spice for the hasperet. Yeah, and then you get those leftover spices. You get that little. That's why it's it's, it's the one place in space where it's okay if it burns after. <laughs> it's like, hasperet. It's, it's it's not an STI. It's 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 a uh, hasperet. It's a hasperet. I love hasperet. See the way the way I now here's what I heard. Here's bring, what I, bring me a tortilla. <laughs> From what I've seen online, the way to make the hasperet spicy is basically let me demonstrate. This is a hasperat, <laughs> and you go like this, and you go, <laughs> and then it makes a really spicy hasperat. That's what I heard. Now, is hasperat the actual entire wrap, or is it the ingredients of the wrap? I think it's hmm. the completed product. Okay. Oh, so, and it I'm uses sure. brine at some point. Hmm. Okay. So. Now, now it looks really tasty. Are there any hasperat recipes online? We should look into this. Ooh, let's look into this. I'm sure Ben has a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never got into foreign food. Um, I, you know, I, I usually stuck with earth dishes. Manny, look, Manny, look for a hasperat book. I want I, I ended up in anal porn. Hold on one second. Of course you did. Of course. Hasperat. Found hasperat. Oh, there is. There's a hasperat recipe. I want to yeah. Let's see. Uh, I wouldn't even know how to spell that. H a s p e r a t, hasperat. Hasperat. Okay. All right. To make the hasperat or something. There's a hasperat recipe on food.com. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Weird. Need uh, two large flour tortillas. Avocado, Monterey Jack cheese, spinach, hot pickled vegetables. 
uh, oh. chopped red onion and cr- and cream cheese. <clears throat> oh, spicy sriracha good. sauce. Yeah, they got sriracha. Not, they got sriracha in space. Get out of here. Man, well, you know, hold on. There's no meat in this thing. Is there meat in this thing? No, there's no meat in this thing. Yeah. Oh. We're in the 23rd century. The sriracha business just really started booming, <laughs> and he expanded. Yeah. Once he once he got big on Mars, and then it was just boom out to the colonies. The Vulcans love it. So, hey, what kind of shit is this? There's no fucking meat. Throw some bacon this. in it. Yeah, throw yeah. some bacon in it. Yeah, I'm you gonna make. I'm gonna make hasperet for my family one night and just be like, "What are we eating?" And hasperet. <laughs> what is that? Uh, it's a Bajoran dish. What oh, okay. the fuck are you talking about? I'm putting that on the next fucking potluck. <laughs> In fact, you know what? Our community has a potluck next week. I'm gonna make that shit and see if I can pass it off. Oh, here's, it's an here's, old Bajoran dish. Hasperet. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, you need a fourth, one fourth of a white cabbage, a liter of water. Uh, 250 milliliters of vinegar, one teaspoon of sugar, 125 grams of salt, three to four hot chilies to taste. And then, uh, yeah, that's uh, this. So this is a whole fancier recipe. This is, uh, this yeah, is, I, li- I like the cream cheese one that you, mm-hmm. that the other one seemed kind of, but uh, this one seems there's cabbage. There's, I don't know. It's well, the other one had pickled vegetables in it. And I don't know what that means. Yeah. Another one has hummus in it. I like hummus. Hummus, yeah, is hummus good. is good. Yeah, but definitely, definitely have hot sauce in there. Like, cause yeah. I don't, I don't know what a pickled vegetable is. Like, uh, mm. what is that? Well, mean? maybe like Branson pickles. Cause that could be so. That's maybe. so vague. I don't know what that means. A pickled vegetable. Like, give me something specific here, man. Yeah. See, this is starting to sound like though all those yeah. recipes for Romulan ale that are out there that you know trick nerds get at the conventions and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. all we yeah. ever did was take vodka put two drops or three drops of blue food coloring in it let it mix up good bam robulin ale yeah i heard i heard that is ruining the black community that's what master p was saying oh robulin ale yeah that and the scissor scissor is dangerous Asperat souffle huh that's dangerous it's a souffle. Very fancy. Oh, quark, quark makes. I love that Quark. He's cool. Quark's a good dude. Yeah. He's good people. He is. Okay, so I'm going to make Hasparat. I just don't know. I mean, I need something more than just pickled vegetables. That's all. It sounds like every recipe I see for pickled vegetables is basically like what you're reading about the cabbage and the vinegar and all okay. that stuff. That's what you have to do to get the pickled vegetables. Okay. And right. then you could put like carrots and So it's like cha-chow. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's a southern dish. I don't what's know. That, what's that Korean dish with pickles? Oh, uh, kimchi. Uh, kimchi. It's got Kimchi's a kimchi. It's got a kimchi vibe to it, I think. So get yeah. some kimchi mm-hmm. and then put that into your recipe for the pickled vegetables. This okay. works. It looks pretty yummy. I mean, I like mine really spicy. Okay. Yeah. Much much like I like my men. Very spicy. Very Latin. Like, why would you eat this This one recipe? This person gives it five stars. I'm not a Trekkie, but this was delicious. Why the hell would you eat it then if you're not a Trekkie? How would you even know about this? Well, maybe somebody gave it to him. Maybe he. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's this? It's a hasbred. What's that? Some jackass took it to a potluck and said, here, eat this. I got to. You know, <laughs> then you got people showing up like uh, Chappelle's 
that you got any more of that uh, Hasperat? Hasperat. It does sound Hasperat. rather ethnic. No, you could probably trick somebody and be like, "Oh, this is Hasperat." What country is that from? Uh, uh, it, uh, my grandmother brought it over from the old country. Yes. Yeah, so what old country was that? Uh, uh, Bajor. Be- Be- Where is that? Latveria. In Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's it's from Latveria. Why are you asking so many fucking questions? That's what I want to know. Just, just to eat it. Are you fucking you fucking McKee or something? You asking questions? Be some kind of oh, Cardassian? What's Why do you McKee? turn like this? Like you can't move your neck. What the fuck's wrong? <laughs> I had my spine fused from a car accident. So now I've got to go. You know, I've, I've got to go out to the luncheon because Jenny is uh, jumped on some disabled guy that was hurt in a car accident. And she's beating him down because she thinks he's a suspected Cardassian spy because he won't eat the uh, Hasperat. I would think the same. I would think the same thing. Yeah. Poor guy's on the ground. He's got the neck brace thing. You know. Again, I don't. Under, I don't understand how you would take so long to defeat an enemy who can't move its head. Thank <laughs> you. Like, what kind of they're, they're very tough. tough. They're tough. What people. kind of war yeah. is Starfleet? I mean, it looks like a human had sex with a cobra. Yeah, <laughs> like yes. yeah, cobra sex. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they have that cobra thing. That vibe. Right. Well, yeah, they have a hard time counting lights. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, Rose's story checks out. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, because I mean, most of it is true. Besides the Cardassian murder, she hates these people. Yeah, and it yeah. was very and if, believable. And if given a chance, she would probably murder one of them. Or two. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And later in the episode, she indeed does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too so, far from what actually happened. Yes, the elements of her story in the beginning check out, but they progress even further to the point where I believe she's running this cell. <laughs> so, like... Yep. So, she gets called into the big Maquis meeting now. I mean, they trust they just, her too quickly. Yeah, exactly. oh yeah. yeah this is your like, first day in the camp. Hey, you don't like the, you don't like the Cardassians either. Here you go. You're the you're the chief commander. You're the head tactical officer. Yeah, you do all the stuff. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, you know, much like with you know most modern gangs, though, she's got to prove herself. Yeah, they right. they, they rape her in. <laughs> yeah. What? That, that, that sounds like a good time. I mean, what? She did that willingly. That, that was your yeah. art, Starfleet. <laughs> However, she just has to. Uh, she volunteers to help steal some medical kits. Yep. Because oh, the Enterprise has plenty of those, and there are you know, ooh, the Enterprise is like a fortress. And no crates one crates and crates of them. No one goes like, hey, how do you know so much about this Enterprise? Yeah. Seriously. Well, if the weren't you weren't you just there? Like, well, like forty five minutes ago, <laughs> <laughs> when she first got popped out of prison. You know, she did. She said she had to do some work. You know, they let her out of whatever for uh, prison jail. Prison yes. jail. <laughs> it was in prison jail yes. to do uh, some work for Starfleet. You know, weird. and if she they checked it out, they'd know she was on the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Service. Yeah, she, she she did her community service on the Enterprise. Got to pick up the trash all over the Enterprise. She's got to pick up all the used Riker. <laughs> right. Not the holiday. I mean, if they checked out condoms, she's not gonna, again. Got to swab the holiday. <laughs> Good one, Jenny. <laughs> now you know she she sneaks a message off to the Enterprise while they're doing this little covert mission, so that they kind of let her go. But they you know they make it look good. They take some shots at her. Yeah. But we don't get to see any of that. Yeah. It's we just imp- it's implied. Yeah. Like it's. Her story checks out, though. But, I yep. mean, it, she did, I mean, 
it was a workable plan. You you fire off a distress call. You you know go somewhere where they can't use their scanners, yep. and then you uh, give it to them in the backside. Now, yep. how much of this plan do you think was Rose creation? It's like, hey, why not, I want to do all this stuff anyway. Why don't you guys pay for it and let me do it? Yeah, I mean, she did just finish the advanced tactical training, so you know this was stuff that she probably practiced in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of you know Rose. You know how to get sneaky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she snuck in the backside and beamed out the supplies and they yeah, were gone. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, like, it's all, it, all, it all happened so quickly, though, like, and so easily. Like, she just. Yeah. Well, I, wasn't there, like, a uh, um, like a secret message? She yeah, she was sending a secret yeah. message. Yeah, yeah, she piggybacked it, encrypted. It seemed yeah. like they let her go really easily, though. Like, they yeah. should probably put up a little bit more of a fight to make it look like. I, I agree. Like, like it was like the three blind mice were at tactical shooting at her. They're like, well, just, I don't know, just fire something or whatever. I yeah. Shoot where she used to be. And they're like firing confetti at her and shit like that. Like, <laughs> she's yeah. ripped. It could have been yeah. more convincing. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking. She could have resisted a little bit more. Yeah. Said, no. I just, it just, you know, I mean, again, I'm not going to shoot holes in the episode because I really enjoy it, but like, um, I don't know. Yeah. The woman that was with her just totally believed that they just snuck oh, in. Everything was, worked perfectly. Was, oh my god, it was so awesome! And she flew like right between the warp nacelles, yeah. and like beaming the equipment out. And then we, oh, they chased us. But you can out. tell, but before, like before the stuff happens, Picard is talking to Will, and they're mm-hmm. standing really close to each other. By the way, yeah, I, I always enjoy. A little bit too close. They always cuddle. It seems like, and, <laughs> and he's. I mean, Picard seems right <laughs> off the bat. He's like, we haven't heard from her in like two weeks. Like, where the oh, hell is she? fuck is going on? Like, she, she's probably dead. Oh, distress call. But the oh. thing is, it's like, well, her plan, her plan worked out way too easily. Like, we're just going to pretend that we're broken or something. I don't know. I don't even understand her plan, to be honest with you. But um, but I think uh, Riker already, not Riker, but Picard already knows the fix is in here. He thinks she's gone. Yeah. Like, he yeah. already kind of has dealt with this, I think, at this point. Yeah, he's um, he's suspected that she's turned. Tined. She's yeah. Tined. I mean, is is it just me, or does that ha- does that seem to happen? I don't think it's at this point. But now, after she steals the supplies, they trust her now, so they let her get her a ship and go out on her own. Mm-hmm. And when yep. she goes out on her own, of course, she goes right back to the Enterprise. And they start plotting about this convoy plan, and they start close talking. Like, yeah, yep. that, and yeah they're like really close. Observation like- land lounge that was kind of weird like if picard's too quick she was just going to be right up in him yeah yep yeah yeah Yeah. i think they were actually playing a game to see how close they could actually get to each other they were playing like close chicken like oh man that's that's kind of hot yeah yeah okay okay, no (laughs) let's see what happens okay right oh 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 this is awkward i feel dirty Too close, too close. <laughs> what did you have for lunch? Did you have spicy hasperat again? Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. It was quite spicy. It burned my mouth. <laughs> I can see the burden S- on your lips. Se- searing. It was searing pain. I'm, I'm that close to you. Have you ever given a blowjob after you had hasperat? <laughs> <laughs> it too burns. But yeah, they're too, standing too close yeah. to each other for my liking. Way too close. Like one of them just needs to go, all right, back the fuck up. I mean, come <laughs> You're on. not bubble, buddy. Bubble personal space here. <laughs> I need my 18 inches. 
What? 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 But yeah, so so they cook up this convoy plan because right because the McKee were already worried about biogenic weapons getting yes. stuck in by the Cardassians, yeah. and so now Picard sets up this plan of a convoy so that it uh, convoy it, right. So it's like third party people, Ferengis and Uridians and stuff like that that are sneaking it in. Yep, gotta watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back with this whole spiel, which you know. All this happens really fast, and I understand yeah. that's only an hour episode, so they got to jam it all in. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but there, there's even no no reference of time as to how quickly this is going on, except well, for you know it's definitely like a day. Well, it's been going on for because you know Picard says we haven't heard from her in weeks, so this yeah. has been going on for I mean quite some time. Right. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just seems like okay, she goes to the bar, she gets abducted, she's doing this mission. Now it's it just seems like it happens like in the span of like forty five minutes. Yeah, they they didn't do enough to to make you feel like time was passing. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, while uh, the old card, uh, the old uh, McKee dude, yeah, and Roe are walking through talking about Daddy McKee. Yeah, Daddy McKee. Let's have a let's have a celebration. Oh yeah, celebrate good times. Come on, make your hasperet. No, come here. And he's he's gonna make her some blueberry pie. I'll make a cream pie. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what a cream pie is, bro? At his age, it's probably. It's where I what? (laughs) (laughs) Let me finish. It's where I ejaculate inside, and you let it ooze out. (laughs) <laughs> slowly then you push a little bit of it out too using the powers of your vagina that's a cream pie then you scoop it up in your hand and lick it yes yes cause you're a dirty girl bro no hasperat me hasperat <laughs> <laughs> make it spicy and by spicy I mean stick your finger in my anus <laughs> Oh, that's good, Hasperat, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna Hasperat all over. Oh, excuse. While you're back there, see, how's my prostate? Does it feel? <laughs> does it feel big to you? I'm because I'm on I'm on medication for that. I have a very large prostate. <laughs> so big. <laughs> the doctor said it might help to milk it. Release <laughs> the pressure, bro. Thank you. Milk away. <laughs> I like how your version is, is slowly turning into like a, a, I don't know, a middle-aged Charlton Heston. <laughs> Get your hands off my Hasperat, you damn dirty ape. <laughs> that is what he said. Now milk my prostate. <laughs> you can have my prostate when you take it from my cold, dead hand. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? <laughs> Why do you? I, I'm so scared. I need somebody to play the Bella Clavin to me. So I sleep now. Asperatus people. <laughs> I swear to God, if she takes it to the potluck, I, I'm going to just run. Do through it. That sounds, that sounds awesome. No, but I want to run through the community hall yelling, Hasperatus people. <laughs> 
I think, Jenny, you should seriously make Hasperat for your potluck and tell people it's, it's from the old country. And when they ask, tell them it's Bajor. And when they ask what Bajor is, tell them it's an island in the Caribbean. They won't fucking know the difference. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. And, and with Jenny's Irish ancestry, she looks very Caribbean descended. Well, just tell them. Then, you know what? Tell them it's an island off of the coast of England. Scotland. Yeah. It's like a small island. It's Scandinavian. Yeah. It's a Scandinavian island. Yeah. Bajor, you've never heard of it? You've never I've heard of people fall for it. Yeah. Like the Bajor Straits? Yeah. It, it's, it's right there. There's a fjord, and then there's like... <clears throat> I mean, people, people wanted to bomb a, a, a pretend country from Aladdin. Because they thought... Oh, yeah. so, I'm sure Manny was one of those people like, hell yeah. Hi, man. Bomb them man, Turn up the new parking lot, man. Well, see, I'm still so building the Walmart in there, man. <laughs> so some flags, some condoms, all guns, ma- all made in China. Because <laughs> that's what America's all about, man. That's right, made yeah, in America. China. Made in China, shit. <laughs> so old dude though gets shot down because the Cardassians snuck oh. in. Yeah, like I don't know how they didn't notice uh, three hooded individuals slowly walking through their town. Right. And how much of a secret base is this if three guys just show up in hoods start and start blasting the place? Well, like you said, it's not really a secret base. It's it's a, it's a village. Yeah, but then why were they so I guess apprehensive to show Roe where they were? Like it's obvious. Well, it's some secret. Bring people back to that village. It's it's like uh, you know nowadays there'll be villages, but they everybody in town isn't part of the resistance or part right. of whatever. But you have you know you ha- that's why you have to go house to house and street fight and all that stuff. Okay, all right. Ben playing too much Call of Duty. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough, Ben. Okay. So I know you, gotta, you got a pie yeah. house to house and all right, Patton. <laughs> no idea. You were they call the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> he went to advanced tactical training. I can, I can see, see that. that. Wow, he's a. I can. Wow, that's impressive. But yeah, so uh, but they just show. They start I've, been, I've been playing Black Cops. Um, <laughs> Black Cops. <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. But uh, but yeah, they just start shooting up the place. And for yep. a, for a Star Trek episode, you get a pretty uh, a long shootout, a yeah. decent firefight. You yes. know? and I'm not gonna this this part of the episode felt. Um, shockingly kind of contemporary, if you will, almost by just like you had a group of people uh, shooting at other <laughs> unarmed people in the street. Like it was kind of frightening almost. Yeah. yeah. Way, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But also, they fought back. They did because they were allowed to have their weapons. That's right. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Space Obama. Yeah. All right, man. Well, see, here's the thing, though, is that TNG has pretty much predicted the first, you know, er, two decades of the 21st century with a lot of the political commentary that they did with a lot of, you know, the social issues that came up. Mm-hmm. And DS9 is going to do even more of it as you oh, yeah. turn to that. And they were doing things that we wouldn't be dealing with for another 10 years that, you know, come up. And it's just... So this was just another thing. I mean, that I think that's part of the staying power of TNG is the fact that it would do things like this. It's, it's still relatable. That, you know, yeah, you've got an active shooter situation. Well, there you go. It's yeah. one of those things that we deal with now. Well, that kind of thing never goes out of style either. No, well, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not, it never dies. Yeah. So 
Yeah. But so the firefight breaks out and they're shooting each other. And the old and, dude uh, gets killed. The old dude oh, gets oh, yeah. Daddy Hasbrat takes it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy Hasbrat. And he uh, tells her, you know, he goes, oh, I'm this shot. Give me a roll. Well, I like the one guy that was crawling across that, you know, Daddy Hasbrat was going to save. Yeah. And then yeah, Daddy yeah. Hasbrat gets shot. Well, Roe runs out, you know, to Daddy Hasbrat. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, are you going to be all right? And trying to help him. Meanwhile, other guy, you know, the first guy that got shot, still dragging. He's like, I, I'm still bleeding. If yep. Other guy. No, 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 no. He does. He doesn't matter as much as a daddy. Has you, you don't. You don't get a uh, line in this episode. So yeah, you you can go ahead and die in the street. I have to. Indeed. Indeed. Matter of fact, I'm watching the firefight right now. It's pretty intense. It's a good firefight for Star yeah. Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Daddy Hasbrat takes it. Oh, he got he gets shot in the arm. Down he goes. And old yep. people can't take a shot good. I'm no. dead. Yeah. And he tells her, though, that when an old fighter dies, another one steps up to take his place. You've and only been here for two weeks. It's your turn. You're, you're in charge. You've only been here for two weeks. You're the boss now. Yes. Yeah, but she's you're smarter than everybody else there. So she's going will- to yeah, yeah, I will say, I will say this. This episode where uh, Daddy Hasbert was giving his last few words to Ro, mm-hmm. um, and her her acting, the the actress, whatever, her very name, solid, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, her acting in this scene, it showed a lot more acting than than, than I think, like like uh, Deanna Troy did in the whole season. Oh, he did all the whole, the whole career. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seriously, it's it's amazing. Now, what do I get yes. if? What do I win if I get? Two numbers and the Powerball number. Uh, you win the. Uh, what do you win? Yeah, drugs in like two minutes. It's already what? happened. I'm looking at the numbers oh. right now. Oh, okay. Right. The numbers are four. Okay, let me write that down. Four. Not eight, gonna win. Yes. Nineteen. Yes. Twenty-seven. Yes. Thirty-four. Go ahead, tell me more. Powerball ten. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Pretty what do you want? I have 19, 27, and a Powerball of 10. That's it? That's all the numbers? That's uh, I have three of them. Wow. I don't know. Maybe you win like 100 bucks or something. I don't know. I have to look. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we don't play the lottery enough. See, I, I, I always take my tickets to the 7-Eleven. I give it to the little lady at the counter. It makes this little <laughs> sound. She goes, no, it didn't win. And then she always... Deedle, <laughs> <laughs> And all this time you've been winning a whole bunch of money and she's just like lying she's, to you. She's been tricking you. Saying yeah. that they're like losing tickets. Yeah. Yeah, they're not winning. Well, she is a ginger, so you know they they do lie. Can't trust her. Can't trust them. Can't trust her. But they yeah. do fuck like porn stars. Yeah. Right, we got three numbers. What do we win here? Two and a Powerball. I don't think we get anything, right? Get something. Get something. Big money, big money, big money, power big money, ball. big money. Man, I can't wait to win the power. Uh, ball, how man. to play? How to play? How to play? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you don't have a billion and a half dollars. I got the one. I know how to buy the tickets. I got that part. Now, what else happens here? When tell does us, Dick, tell us more. Does Ed McMahon show up with a check at some point? How does this nah, work? He's dead. Which would make right? it even more impressive. Yeah, I think he's dead. Ed McMahon. Which would be cooler if a dead Ed McMahon showed up at your house and gave you stuff. I, I want zombie Ed McMahon yes. and zombie Dick Clark to show up with a big check for you know a billion and a half dollars, and then I have to fight them with a shovel. 
to get oh, my man. Their website is down. Yeah, and yeah, well, of course please. it is because the numbers. Yeah. Man. All right. Oh, well. It's not going to win anyways. So. Uh, yeah, I got three numbers. That's all. I just want to see. And then, well, two, then, You got two in a Powerball. Yeah, then the lame part is I got two in a Powerball with Stephanie's workers friends and there was like 30 people that went in on it so whatever it is it ain't it ain't nothing it ain't worth it man it's ten dollars yeah we've got 50 people at work that are chipped in and uh can you imagine if you all win 50 all 50 of you well, see, that's, that's the only reason though i always do it at work like even if i'm not playing at home i always play it at work because i don't want to be that one jackass that has to show up the next day when everybody mm. else is you know taking a crap on the boss's desk and leaving and I'm sitting there <laughs> phones and having to clean up after him. That yep. makes sense. I mean, you know, you're, a, fo- you're a follower, Ben. You're a follower. I used to be somebody. <laughs> so, uh, now I guess, um, Picard's getting worried about the mission. Mm-hmm. He should have been worried about it when he, uh, I guess, Asked her to do it. <laughs> that should have been the first worry. Do you want to do this? Oh man, I'm really worried. This is terrible. Too, I'm too worried about it. So they're back to the cantina, and uh, she tries to pick him up like she's a prostitute. Yeah, they're going to back. Put some she's put some like, coins on the table. Yeah. She's how much it Not your balls. Yeah. Not your balls. Yeah. Actual money. I don't want to see your balls. Yeah. Money. Money. You make currency, sir. And it's very intimate. No, well, yeah, I mean, it's weird because it starts out like it's very rigid. He's like, hmm, I'm sitting here. Hello, prostitute. <laughs> yes, let's negotiate your hooker price. And then, Would you do it for blow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you could tell Picard's never picked up a prostitute before. Nah. No. Well, you Picard- can tell Roe has been one. <laughs> yes. Roe has had to earn the money. Picard has never had to pay for it. Yes. Now, this is the part where you give me the money. Okay. <laughs> money. Now, you... this, this is the part where you take your pants off. Okay. Um, what's, what's a henna, half and half? When do, we, when do we have sex, right? Doesn't that happen here? Do you bring me Do you bring me food or something? I'm confused by this whole thing. We talk for a while, you give me the money, and then you leave. Don't you bring me chicken wings? Uh, something <laughs> happens. Why I don't? I'm so confused. And you see, you're thinking of Klingon prostitutes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. So he threatens her basically with a court martial at yes. this point. It's like you've yeah. had all these chances to pull out of this mission. You could have said no at any time. You're too yeah. deep in now. Well, the th- yeah. too deep. Well, the weird part is, it's like, and he knows about not pulling out in time. That's why we have that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did that to you. And his not son. And his yep. not son. Because I don't know if it's his son or not. But the weird part about it is, um, like he kind of tells her, he's like, "Well, do you want to back out? Because if you do, it's too late." <laughs> if you do pull out, we'll court martial you for sure. So he's clearly giving her no options here. Yep. Yeah. Like, he is just pushing her to defect. The Maquis, yeah. You know? To the rock, rock in a hard place, bro. Because the Maquis need good leaders. Yeah. They do. He's basically saying, like, okay, just join the Maquis. It's cool. Yeah. And if, just in case, though, he sends uh, Riker back with her. Yeah, which it, tell I, him it's a cousin. I would have liked yeah. to see that conversation. Like, who's this fat guy with the beard? <laughs> you know, like, oh, he's my cousin. 
Uh, why is he touching your boob? It's my cousin Ray Ray. He liked that. <laughs> why is he trying to have sex with all of us? It's because he's my cousin. <laughs> yeah. So they, I guess, you know, go ahead with the uh, mission where the ships are going to, Federation ships are going to hide in the little nebula. Yeah. And the Maquis are going to jump out and attack the convoy. We got a great big convoy across the Kardashian border. We got a great big convoy. But yeah, God bless the nebulas. They are yeah. really a, a real hide all. Yep. That, that, that's had to be like the running thing for all seven years. Is yeah. like, oh, got a nebula, we can hide. I mean, hide they'll, they'll never find us in here. Technology, smacknology. I feel yeah. like at this time you would think that they would maybe start looking in the nebula first. Yeah, like, hey, there's a nebula there. You know what? I bet there's somebody hiding in there. There's <laughs> a pretty good chance. Because somebody is always hiding in the nebula. That's where to go. You know what? That should be the first place we check. That or the dark side of a planet, like they always hide in like the poles. You know what I mean? Like they always hide. Yeah. You know that'd be. Yeah. The I would check dark side of a planet or the nebula. Yep. Mm-hmm. What about you? Know what would be the perfect hiding spot? The nebula on the dark side of a planet. Yeah, they never. You, they would never you think could, of it. No, you can't. <laughs> they would lose themselves there. I was going to say you can't find yourself. <laughs> I mean, where are we? I don't know. I don't know. It's an area of blackness. <sighs> Yeah, so um so Rhodes just starts blasting into the nebula for no reason. Yep. Right. Well, she, she pulls a phaser on uh, Pica- on uh, Riker. And mm-hmm. Riker's like, Oh, so we're doing this. Hot. Hot. All right. So I get to pretend to be the kidnapping victim this time. All right. Uh, maybe put the gun in my mouth to make me uh, Yeah, that's a now, now tell me I'm worthless. Yeah. <laughs> and and smack me with it. Yeah. Now remember the safe word is Hasperat. Will put your clothes back on. <laughs> This is serious, Will. That's yeah. not what we're doing here? No, it's, no, no. This isn't Thursday. Come on. I mean, God. I had to pretend to be your cousin for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they, uh, she reveals the location of the ships. You know, the Federation's trap is foiled. It's and, a trap. Um, yeah. It's a trap. And then she splits, and she's like, "All yeah. right, just just tell Picard that I'm sorry, and that's it." Yeah. And he, the thing was, though, is I think Riker, not so much Picard, um, but Riker definitely could see why she was doing it. Oh yeah, totally. He, he was more at peace with it. Like he's just a couple of steps away from joining himself. He's like, uh-huh. "Hey, uh, I fucked you later." <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean. Can we still hook up though? Like if we meet at that bar? Can oh, we- um, you might have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> no, I'm the one who's leaving. Well, oh, whatever. I mean, just somebody- <laughs> normally, normally I tell someone they have herpes and I leave. But so this is different for me. But yeah. Um, so you- still, you might have herpes. Same. <laughs> I'm the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> and now Riker's got his own little private ride if he wants it because yeah. he got to keep the ship. He did. It's yeah. like a it's like a game show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so wait a minute, I get to keep the car. That's all. 
Do you have to pay taxes on it? Uh, that's bullshit because I'm not doing that. Fuck you, Oprah. I thought this shit was free. Well, uh, I'm going to masturbate really fast. <laughs> Some chick just pulled a gun on me. That was really... <laughs> yeah. Now, Picard, though, once Riker gives his report, Picard is, is pretty fucking pissed. Yeah, this is... Yeah. I told like, Stephanie... He doesn't even talk. I told Stephanie this was the first time that I can ever remember him being, like, really mad. He's yeah, happy. Like he is mad, and then the episode ends. Like as soon as it starts to get like super interesting, like it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Riker though does all the talking, and then is just like you know if you wanted to talk about it, I'm. Okay, um, uh, here's, here's my report. Um, there are no nude photos in, here, in <laughs> case you're wondering, but I mean they could be added really fast. <laughs> I'll just leave this here. Goodbye. Oh, you might have herpes. <laughs> All right. You might want to make an announcement that everyone on this show might have herpes. Has anyone who's used Holodeck 3, 4, and 7 herpes? You might want to get checked. <laughs> yeah. And and possibly two. And, <laughs> and anybody, anybody who used Holodeck 1, you might want to go ahead and check for Hep C, too. They're probably not even alive. <laughs> The space aids goes pretty fast, but um, but yeah, I see. All right, now call me crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. How cool of of it sucks that they did this one episode left. You have a re a recall episode where like Picard hunts her down. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like I was like, man, I can't wait till the episode where he goes to find her and no. slap her or something. No, it's the second to last episode. Yeah, yeah. or like one of the films. Like, why wasn't one of the films Picard of Row? Because I mean, like, okay, think about it like this: uh, the, the admiral gave him this job to do. Mm-hmm. He handpicks someone to infiltrate this organization, and she bails on him. Yeah. Right? Yep. There's going to be huge amounts of blowback. Yeah. Yeah. Like a great movie would have been. It blows back on him. He maybe he loses command, or maybe he, you know, I don't know something. Something drastic happens to Picard, and he takes it upon himself to kind of uh, find her. Find her. That would have been a cool movie or another episode or something. But I mean, we're just kind of left with him sitting there angry, and all of a sudden Q shows up, and the series is over. Yeah. yeah. Then I got to look at Bill Shatner. <laughs> it's like, where's the, where, ah, oh, man, they, I, th- I feel like they missed a big opportunity with this episode. This could have been the Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like a Captain Ahab. So I would have loved that. Be. Like, I, that would have been so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see that as something. I definitely, if nothing else, to, I mean, just follow up with it with DS9 because that's where yeah. most of my key storyline, you know, played out. Yeah, it's been a great story arc, but they kind of did it too late. Like that's it. That's the last we ever see of Roe. Like she never shows yeah. up. But does she ever show up on any of the other shows? No. Like, uh, that's like I'm actually looking to see. I see nothing. Uh, after, I mean, other than you know, in fiction side with you know storybooks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The novelizations but that yeah that's that's it but when they do it like they write her they essentially write her off the show because they wanted her to be on ds9 i guess they wanted to transfer her over but i guess right. she's done with trek like she didn't want to do it anymore well yeah that was the thing is uh when they were originally putting together deep space nine they wanted to 
have her the part that's played by Kira Norris mm-hmm. as Ro. That was supposed to be oh, Ro. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, she that could be down. that could be why they spent so much time building up her character in seasons five, but then you yeah. don't see her again in six. Exactly. Because like they were going to build her up to move her over, she right. declined, and then they just kind of threw her in two episodes. Yeah. You know, because if you look at her story arc, she's in the majority of her episodes are season five, which is, I guess, when Deep Space Nine kind of starts, right? Uh, what was it? Um, 90. So, yeah, it was been right after the fifth season. Yeah, yeah. so they were going to build her up to move her over. She dicks, yeah. she ixnays it, so then they just kind of hang her around because so, I guess maybe people liked her, I guess. Well, see, well de- people definitely liked her, um, but I, maybe this was the episode where Rick Berman... And Brandon Bragg got to say, you know, this is what you did to us. You know, they, they, you know, Berman was Picard. Michelle For, uh, Forbes was uh, Roe. Mm-hmm. We set you up to have this great series where you're going to be one of the stars. And at the last minute, you dick us over. You fucked us. So now we're going to show what you did to us on the show. You bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Picard was ready to just choke somebody out. I mean, I, I fully expected him to just flip the, you know, the pad or something after Riker walked out. But I want the episode, I, if I ever write Star Trek fan fiction, I'm writing the episode where Picard hunts her down. Like, I even think, even as a civilian, like, I even go so far as to say, like, he's run out of Starfleet for this because he's an old guy. Yeah. Like, he, he fails in this huge mission with an admiral that hates him anyway. Yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah. he's run out of Starfleet, well, so now he goes out on his own and tries to like kind of find her. Nechev, uh she was the admiral that bitched him out about letting uh, Hugo. Yeah, Hugo uh, uh, <laughs> for releasing Hugh. Yeah, and you know, back at what was that? Uh, the was that the season finale for six? Hugo seven, where with the, the with the Borg. Yeah, with the Borg yeah. that, you know, oh, we could yeah. have solved this problem if you had uh, infected Hugh with that that visual virus or whatever. So, yeah. But, so, they have a history. And, I mean, this, mm-hmm. is a pre- this is a pretty big failure. I mean, they just lost this, this Starfleet officer who just completed a, a training regiment yeah. that most people fail out of. And now she's yeah. in the hands of, you know, the enemy. The Marquis. <laughs> well, she said, though, even one of her instructors, though, while she was at advanced training, one of this lieutenant commander mm-hmm. bailed. Yeah. You know, yeah. where does like, that show? I want to see that show, like all these like expats that you, the Magi, you know, you, well, it's called DS9 and you'll get to it. Cool. That I'm excited. <laughs> it's an exciting season. I want to see that season three where it starts really building up. Yeah, that's what everybody yeah. says. It's yeah. when he shaves his head. Well, no, that's the thing is like, think back when we were first talking about TNG, you know, the first three seasons were kind of rough, but third season, it started picking up and then third season ends with best of both worlds, which is, you know, in my opinion, like one of the best Star Trek episodes ever. Mm -hmm. And then with DS9, it was the same thing where it got to that third, fourth season and then it just exploded into a lot. See, I, I'm, I've only seen 10 episodes of DS9, and I dig it. Like, I really like it. It's I think really it's good. Cool, you know? See, if you're liking it this much now, by the time you get to what I consider the good episodes, 
you're going to be hooked. Mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely one of my favorite of the franchise. The okay. nine series. The I like the uh, I like the the way the relationship is with Odo and Quark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that already too. Yeah. And I like I like DS9 because it's just it's a western essentially. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. care it's it's, it's gun smoke. Yeah, it totally is. You know, it's you know, you have these people that that and, and they just kind of live on this base and everything comes to them, you know, like mm-hmm. the, they're on the frontier. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a well, they, town. they still go out. I mean, that's the thing. And they're going to go out more as it goes on because people Oh yeah. You get tired of being in town all the time. You got to take a family vacation or something. You got to take the runabout or the defiant. It's it's like you know the Brady's go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. You have you know you have an episode like that. It's a great episode. It is. It's like it's like a three parter, I think. Yeah, and Vincent Price shows up. (laughs) Vincent Price. There's you know this Hawaiian archaeologist. I feel really (laughs) sad that I haven't seen this. It's really good. You never saw the Brady. No. You never see. It's really good. It's no. like a three-part episode, I think. Like they go to Hawaii and then they find this medallion, and yeah, the tiki, the tiki, and the tiki is bad luck, and everybody who gets it, bad stuff happens to it. But then they want to put the tiki back, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they run into Vincent Price. Well, initially they think it's good luck. Yeah, yeah. It's re- it's and, a really fun episode. Yeah, and Greg has a surfing accident. Yeah. Mm. He has mild brain damage. Mild brain damage. He had that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And he was going to do that anyway. Okay. Yeah. And then there was also the Brady's Go to the Grand Canyon. And that one had uh, Mr. Howell in it. Oh, Mr. Howell. Where did he get all his money for vacation? Well, they're rich. I mean, he's He's an architect, architect. bro. I mean, they make shit tons of money. But they got like 20 kids. That was the... Whatever, dude. They're rich. They have a housekeeper. Yeah, they got a... In home me. Yeah. yeah. So Alice. Yeah. But this is a really good episode of TNG. I love this episode of TNG. Yeah. Um, I wish there was more ways to kind of um to show time passing because mm-hmm. yeah. it does it does feel like it happens too quickly. Like it, you know, it's too compressed. I would have liked maybe some more star date because in Star Trek, that's always a really good way to kind of showing the passing of time is just with um log entries <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. really dumb i would have liked a few more log entries yeah you know captain's log starting blah 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 we've been waiting for six weeks now and yeah yeah that, blah, blah, blah. yeah that's the Nota- notation of time would have been nice yeah it feels like it's now see yeah. would you have been happy if they'd taken one of the weaker episodes like show this earlier in the season and then ditch one of the weaker episodes for part two Oh man, I mean, yeah. I think this is strong yep. enough. I think to almost make a film out of like it's just so good, mm-hmm. you know. Like she betrays Picard. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. I want to see everything. I want to see everything that happened after. I don't even think this is ever referenced again, like in any of the films, or it's definitely not yeah. referenced in the next episode, which is the last one. Well, but yeah. I mean, this is it's it's weird to me that they waited until the second to last episode to have this really cool i mean it's a great cliffhanger because it ends with picard sitting there i mean fuming yeah, yeah. just you know yep yep i was gonna yell con but you know it's it's a different trick so yeah but, bro yeah i want to see more man yeah yeah unfortunately yeah. i didn't do that that's it yeah okay. that's it well what do you think rate it real fast uh, okay, I'll go. I I love the episode. I love uh, Michelle. What's her face is acting in it. 
The story is great, as we've mentioned before. And yeah, it really does suck because it could have been something else. It could have been more. But yeah. Then the, the the only other memorable episode I have I have in the Star Trek universe of the Maki is the uh, uh, Voyager. Mm-hmm. Like the first episode of Voyager, yeah. I think it is the second episode, and there's no mention of Earl there too. I would have thought there would have been at least, but yeah, you know. And and Voyager picks up right where TNG let leaves off. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I I, I give it an eight. It's a solid episode. I agree with Manny. I say yeah. eight. Oh yeah, yeah. A very strong eight. I, yep. I think. And I was gonna say eight and a half. And I'm only marking it down to eight and a half because I feel like they missed an opportunity to make it even better like if they that if they'd done it earlier in the season you know did it a two-part or something like that or brought it back up later whatever i feel like if this episode uh was released today this could have been a whole arc of a season Um, yeah yeah oh yeah this could have been the intro of like a fifth or sixth season and then he spends the next 10 episodes looking for her yeah you know what i mean like it could have been something like that you know so man what are you gonna do they blew it. They blew it. All right, well, there you go. And that's it. I mean, we got one episode left and then the films, and that's that, man. One more episode. And then so, the movie films. Yep, then the movie films. All right, so thank yeah. you guys for listening. Thank you, Jenny and Ben and Manny, for, per- for, for participating. And we will talk yeah. to you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Goodbye. Check your tickets.